This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm your host, Allie, and I'm so excited for today's guest. I have an incredible woman and entrepreneur on my show today. I have Oya of Not Basic Blonde, who is a founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde. She's a model, a blogger, an entrepreneur, an author, and a celebrity podcast host of the Not Basic Blonde podcast. I was actually a guest on her amazing podcast, and she's the founder and host where no topic is off limits, and she shares millennials, an ultimate guide on entrepreneurship, dating, marketing, self-development, astrology, spirituality, fashion, coaching, beauty, health, and wellness. So she covers it all. And I love that her show shares so much of like the realness of what goes on as does she when it comes to sharing about her business. So Olia, welcome to my show. Hi, love. I'm so glad to be your guest. I love how you are my guest on my show and now I get to be a guest on yours. Yes, that's like the most fun about podcasts, right? It's like the fact that we get to do these swaps and like really have fun conversations. I feel like that's where like social media, honestly, like it's great. But like I have so many moments where I'm like, I enjoy podcasting so much more because I get to know everybody on a way deeper level than I do on social media. Yeah, that's so true. So tell us, you have, you know, a great brand. You have so many different things and many hats that you wear, how did you kind of get into this whole entrepreneurial journey? Share with us, you know, about, you know, you. Oh my God, I'm so used to be on the other side and asking everyone questions. Now I have to be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I started my journey when I moved to US at 2006, I was 17. Then I went to college, I graduated from Georgia State with business degree managerial, in managerial sciences and I was just working and going up the ladder in my IT project management career but after I just felt like it's kind of not what I'm dreaming about and not what I want to do all my life and it happened to be that universe pushed me and <laughs> I didn't, uh, because I wasn't brave enough to do it myself. So in 2017, I kind of finished my contract with one of the big companies that I worked for. I was managing huge projects and I finished my project and they kind of did not have any resources for everyone. So they let kind of everyone go. And at that time, 2016, I already kind of started my blog, but not intensively and then in 2017 i kind of started doing it almost full-time and it all just snowballed into what i have today but it was a rocky route and it's just been definitely i mean definitely challenging the whole time i had to learn so many things new skills i had to learn how to work for myself not to work for my boss 
had to learn how to set up my own schedule and manage it and run everything myself do photo shoots you know style looks edit pictures and now it's podcasting so it's been a lot well, I love that you, first off, you know, shared that not only has it been a lot, but you've had to re- like learn all these new skills and do all these things. And it's very interesting also, too, that you shared that the universe kind of pushed you into that direction because you did have a full-time gig that you were making, you know, good money and doing big projects. And then, you know, you were let go, like laid off, you know, because of their own, you know, system and business. And it was like, hey, okay, I got to figure this out. And, you know, you could have easily gone and gotten another job like that or something that was, you know, just concrete corporate-esque paycheck. And instead you stepped into a more, you know, intense but entrepreneurial, you know, journey. And I think that that's a really cool message for those that are listening that like, you know, sometimes it's not the easiest move as you just described, but, you know, it ends up, like for you, you ended up being very successful and snowballing and continuing to work towards your brand and your career. So, you know, that being said, what do you, can you take us back to when they kind of like let you go and everything changed and you went and, yeah. you know, got into your blog, you know, so you said you were blogging a little bit of a high side hustle, you know, doing it on the side. I think a lot of people do that with blogs. So you went full throttle and you got into it. Like what were the first steps and what, and what were your thoughts when you first kind of decided to step into the entrepreneurial role yeah so back in 2014 i was thinking about starting my blog or starting my talk show or just like doing something but i was so afraid and i didn't know where to start and how and when and in 2017 2016 finally it came to my mind and i finally decided to do it and it's just um i don't know like it just happened so fast because I started posting pictures, I started posting them regularly, and then brands started reaching out to me, and then I already, like, a few months later, I see I already have pretty good media kit, and then more and more brands started reaching out to me, and that's how I built kind of my online presence. I've partnered with so many brands like Cartier, Venice Floor, Too Faced, Revolve, Drunk Elephant, Tarte, PGA, I mean, you name it, so many, but I know that myself at that time, I would not be brave enough to do it, and if it wouldn't happen to me, I probably wouldn't be doing this right now, I probably would, but maybe it would be even later, but i kind of glad that happened that time, it was a painful time, because you know, when you, I'm making over six years, I mean, I'm making money for my age. I was only, what, 27, 26, making six years in And that was fine, but, you know, I had to. And actually start over something totally new that I had no clue how to do it. I just basically Googled my way in. Wow. I mean, so... Like you said, you know, you weren't really even sure where to start or, you know, what, what you were going to do. And then you stepped into it. And so when you decided to take that leap of faith and step into that, what did that look like for you? What did that feel like? Because you went from having a serious, you know, I don't want to say serious job, but, but a, a, 
a you know situation where you were in a job that you were making money no matter what and you knew everything was very concrete for the most part and very stable and you stepped into a very unstable position to start how did that switch feel and like what advice would you have for others that are listening right now that maybe are like oh i want to you know try out blogging or i want to you know go into content creation like you know what would you share so I had a lot of anxiety because I didn't know where to start and what to do. So the best advice is concentrate and don't worry because the universe has your back and just kind of come up with a plan. And the best way to start it is to have some income as far as like some savings or something. So you're not totally left without anything because blogging doesn't produce any income overnight it takes time to build your audience takes time to build relationships with brands and find your deals and leads so you can actually i mean live off that so you don't have any stable income and you don't you know it's better kind of have a plan when you say have a plan and thank you for being real about that it's not not only not overnight but you know, it's also like you said, it takes time to build. And I mean, even myself too, with my blog and everything was so like still building, you know? And I think a lot of times people look at someone like yourself, you know, who has over a half of a million in your audience and you've been featured in places like Yahoo Finance and Thrive and Medium and all these like, you know, major, you know, but not, you know, it's a big deal. And, you know, and you, like you said, you partner with brands like Cartier and Revolve and, you know, Tarte and Dry Bar and Drunk Elephant and, you know, just like so many known name brands. And I think people look at that and look at someone like you and are like, ooh, I want to be like a leading influencer like her too. And I want to be doing this as a blogger. And they don't realize how much work truly goes into all that. My daughter's agreeing. Um, you know, like how much work truly goes into all that and like what that looks like. And so when you say you had anxiety and you went into it and, you know, did all these things, how did you then, once the anxiety kind of slowed down a little bit, or I guess you managed it and you started working on content, you started really putting yourself out there. How did you decide to really start? And, and I guess my question would be, how did you create these systems to be able to like manage your time, to be able to produce what you need to produce content wise? Like, you know, what, like, what did all that look like? Like share with us as an entrepreneur now yourself, a very successful one, what are some basic things you would want a young or older person that wants to become an entrepreneur themselves? What should they think about doing? And you know, what um, type of steps should they take to go into it? I knew that I'm going to be serious now about my brand and, you know, the whole empire. <laughs> so I told her I need kind of the brand name. And I just started showing her some bloggers and they were not as bright and they were just, I mean, just regular bloggers. And she said, she's so basic. She said it to one girl, I mean, about one girl. And I was like, okay, but I'm definitely not basic. So I guess I'll do it not basic blonde. <laughs> and after answering your question about how did I build a structure? Well, I did take several seminars. I did take I've read so many books too, self-education, you know, self-development books. And I kind of worked out my system where it works for me. You just have to do it 
based on your schedule, based on your needs and based on your goals, like what exactly you want to achieve, then you kind of build your system. And I build my schedule basically around what I need to do, what needs to get done and what am I doing today? Like I have photo shoot days, I have podcast recording days, I have podcast editing days, I have picture editing days. So it all meeting days. So it's all just based on what's going on and based on the system kind of. So when you put these systems in place, like let's be real, because even myself, you know, a busy, obviously as you hear my daughter, a busy mom of two and, you know, doing all the things very similar to you. I would love to hear as a, you know, another entrepreneur in my circle, like how do you create those systems for yourself and how do you uh, I guess, help yourself stick to those schedules and really like lay out, like you were just saying, like, you know, you have an editing day for this and you have a podcast day and you have a blogging day and you have a content day. Like, what is that like for you as a full-time entrepreneur now? And do you always stick to that schedule? Like, what could you share about like a day in the life of Oya and like everything with not basic blonde? Sure. So I have to-do lists. I have a few of them. I have main one where I have all the projects that need to be accomplished not right now but long-term goals and short-term goals just all the goals on it and then i have to-do lists for today for the week for the months kind of and as far as day in my life i definitely work long hours so i don't suggest i don't suggest you to do like i do because i work like 14 hour days sometimes depends what needs to be done and usually I wake up, I have a breakfast, I journal a little bit, like in my gratitude journal, then I post, I do all my posts, all, all, everything needs to be done on Instagram, I engage with my audience, you know, like daily posts we do, and after, based on what I have, meetings or podcast recordings or photo shoots, then it just goes back to what's going on that day i try to work out in between <laughs> yeah well i mean first off i think it's amazing and it's very inspiring for those listening and even myself that it's like hey i lay out my schedule accordingly i have you know these things that i work on and what i do you just said you journal you know you work on a gratitude journal that's a you know that's a big deal i mean I think even for me, you know, journaling really helps me. Like if I feel stressed out or I feel like, you know, things aren't, you know, aligned, I journal and it helps me not only journal out my feelings, but like what I need to do, like what I need to get a grip on. And it makes me feel better about everything that I'm working on and, and in that capacity. And, you know, I think a lot of times it's funny, like I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and it seems to be a very similar like skill or something to take out of their toolbox, if you will, that like journaling is a big part of the entrepreneurial career and journey, or at least it seems that way to me. It does. And it's also therapeutic for your brain and your mind and spirit, you know, so it does help you a lot with concentrating and kind of getting things out of your head sometimes. I mean, gratitude journal transforms your mind and journaling in general helps your mind to get rid some, oh, sometimes of things that you don't want. So. 
Right. It's so true. Yeah, no, I mean, so would you say, is that something that like you practice daily to help, like you just said, with actual like clearing and keeping things more under control for you and helping just, I guess, like you said, kind of, um, you know, spiritually and mentally like clear your space and just make you feel more aligned with what you're doing? I try to do daily, but as far as clearing out and, you know, my space and everything, I like to stage my space. And also I have, like, you know, there are some stores. We have Modern Mystic in Atlanta store. And also you guys have in California, the Crystal Bar Soap. So they sell crystals. I mean, they sell soaps with crystals inside and they sell bath bombs with crystals inside too. So I like to take a bath too, like sometimes to concentrate or clear out. And I totally believe in that, like, you know, in energy and energy work and energy healing. So I try to cleanse my space, not just my space, but also myself too. So it kind of resets you and helps you to like start have a fresh start yeah absolutely no i mean i completely agree too it's like everything really is energy and the more you can create you know a healthy space for yourself especially as an entrepreneur when you're working in the same spaces and especially right now obviously anything going on in the world it's like if you can create a space where you can work and thrive and be able to concentrate and you know, use your creative because I know for you, you're very creative. And, and I always look at your posts and I'm like, wow, she did so much work to, you know, create that. And it's like, you know, it's a lot of work. And for myself too, can you share with us, like when you started really coming into those, you know, partnerships with brands and content and having to do all those things, how did it feel to like, see that the things you were doing were working and it was starting to pay off and it was actually becoming a career for you and you were actually monetizing and getting to work with all these big name brands and being featured in places you know that are national publications it happened so fast i guess after like first few months like two to six months i started working with brands and they noticed me so they started reaching out and i couldn't believe it at first because i did not take it seriously to me it was just like posting the pictures online <laughs> first it, it did not seem like actual job I did not think of it as a business at first but later on of course things changed and I finally saw like the business side of it and you know like friends and some relatives they did not take it seriously they didn't know what it is and they're like what are you doing just posting pictures I was like no I don't just post pictures it's actually my business so it was like kind of accepting the fact that you're boss charge of everything and you have to take control of situation take all the responsibility on your shoulders so you're the one who is giving directions like i have a few employees part-time employees and i'm the one who i i have to give them direction i have to tell them what to do and you know things like that and for me being like nine years in corporate America and working for somebody where somebody was giving me directions, which always was, didn't seem natural to me as far as like, you know, I never liked when someone told me what I need to do. <laughs> so it was kind of different because to accept that fact, like now I'm in charge. At that time, it was 
kind of, it took a little bit of time to accept it. And yeah, it felt good, but I don't think I completely still realize it. <laughs> I'm still like, because I'm so busy all the time, every day, I don't think about it too much. And, and when you just said everything like that, now I'm, I just start thinking, oh, wow, really? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the reality. Well, and I, you know, thanks for being honest about that, because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, I know myself also, I'm always looking forward and working on the next thing. And you don't take a step to look back and go, wow, I was featured, you know, for you, like, in yeah. five, or I was featured in this magazine, or, you know, they did give me this, you know, accomplishment for this in my content creation. And that's huge, you know, and I think with entrepreneurs, it's like most of us, we are self-starters. We are super motivated. But we, I think like something for me personally I've had to learn is really the motherhood has taught me that I've had to learn to like sit there and like actually relish in my, you know, wins and in the things that came true and what I was doing and in things that happened for me that I didn't expect to happen but are like amazing, you know. And so I think it's really important to, as you know, as a fellow entrepreneur to like share that with you because I think like you know, you have had so many amazing accomplishments. You have been very successful and it's a testament to you and what you've done in your own brand. Yeah. And, you know, I watched Tiffany Hadid. What is her name? Like the famous comedian. <laughs> so she said the same thing. Like she was so busy doing things all the time that she didn't recognize her wins. And, and that's how I am. And I feel like I'm so hard on myself every day. I... I was crazy perfectionist before. I mean, now I'm a little bit more <laughs> flexible, but before I used to be so like, you know, I would not start any project if I would not have a perfect setup. And it was so hard for me to overcome that because, well, I guess it came from my profession being an IT project manager where I had to have all the details and I had to have all the numbers correct. But it's just, was kind of challenging to overcome perfectionist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I, you know, thank you for being, you know, real about that. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that also probably, you know, feel like that too. And our perfectionism. And I, I mean, look, I can totally attest to that. I'm becoming, you know, a busy mom of two littles, as you can hear early the whole time right now. Like she, you know, I mean, she's throwing her curly glove over the place in my space and it's like, you know, I have to learn to adjust. And of course, when she's napping or, you know, both my girls are napping or it's nighttime and I can have my space, but the hours are very far and few between where I actually get my own space and, you know, my own environment. And so I've had to learn how to adjust and still thrive and get creative, you know, in sometimes the chaos and the mess. And, you know, I think a lot of people, whether they're a mom or not, there is a lot that goes on externally. And especially when you're creating in your home and everything else, it can be a challenge, you know? And so I think it's cool that you share that you kind of had to drop a little bit of that perfection in order to continue to move forward with work. And especially because you've had so much content to create, I'm sure you had to kind of let go a little to be able to continue to move forward. Yeah. And I admire you for having two babies and working. It's, it's a lot of work. Just, just work itself, like being an entrepreneur like we are, is just full-time job itself but two babies on top of it it's a lot of work <laughs> well thank you yeah it's a lot of work and you know but at the same time I feel like in a crazy way not every day like today I'm exhausted but uh, most days I feel pretty creative and I feel very like in a way sometimes they're like my little muses like I really am inspired by them I really get a lot of creation out of them 
And I'm grateful that like they spark that creativity in me. They spark that motivation further. And, you know, and I, and I create in it. And I think that, you know, I think as most entrepreneurs, right? Like no matter whether you are a mom or not. And like, I see it with you too, like even on your social, like, you know, you see something or you get a, you know, a pretty outfit or, you know, something that you work with with a brand, you know, you storytell and you really speak to, you know, that brand and what you're sharing. Let's talk about that. How do you, you know, of course, without giving away like your secret sauce, how do you like actually share and decide how you're going to create a story around a brand partnership that you are doing on your content creation, you know, on your social media? Honestly, I go based on what I feel. And uh, sometimes, I mean, I don't work with brands that I don't like. So it's easier for me to say what I love about the brand. And I just go based on that. So I have a few brands that I've been working on with several I mean, years now. And it's just, I guess just stay true to yourself and if you love something just share it with others just share your opinion don't be afraid to say it i love that that was a that, that write that down anyone that's listening that was a really great be true to yourself don't be afraid to share who you are and go with what you feel and i think that's such a great you know message for those listening because i think a lot of times and you and i have talked about this off of the podcast influencers quote unquote and content creators can get a bad rap because a lot of people will like just post just to post and you just shared for yourself like you truly align with the brands you really love the brand if you're going to speak about it especially if you're going to have these long lasting relationships and i'm the same and i think that that's really where you see those that truly thrive on social those that really make it a career and you know, actually have success out of it from what I've seen of entrepreneurs that I've interviewed and spoken to. It's really the ones that share their true voice. It's the ones that storytell because of their own truths and because of what they feel and what they align with, not just because it's a pretty product. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's just so, you know, I just think it's important to share because I think a lot of times they, we do get a bad rap and people do think it's just, oh, you're just getting this and oh, it must be nice that, you know, it's, it's quote unquote for free. And it's like, people don't realize like you just shared, it takes so much work to create the content. It takes so much out of you to think about the idea of what you're sharing with the world and what you want people to understand and know about the brand it's a lot more than the picture. And I love that you said that you had friends and family that were like, what is this? I had the same for quite some time. And I think that that is the disconnect, right? People just see the pretty square yeah. grid and they think like, oh, they're just posting this cute stuff that they got quote unquote for free. And they have no idea the actual legwork and the behind the scenes of what goes on. My mom didn't even know what it is. I mean, my stepdad was totally for it. He kept pushing me. He told me like, do it. You, you love it and you will succeed. My mom was like, no, that's not a real job. Go get a real job. And she didn't realize it till I actually took her to events with me where I, I would get paid hourly for just being there and took her to all the different places where I had to go. And she was surprised and amazed like how great it was and then she finally realized that it's actual job <laughs> yeah but how funny like you had to kind of take her into your world to see it very similar with my situation too like 
my parents, like they knew what it was, but they didn't fully get it. And then they started seeing me do different things with products and they started seeing me get different campaigns and they were like, oh, I know that brand. Oh, I know that. You know, and it was all of a sudden it was like, oh, okay. So it's, it's not what I thought it was. And, you know, I think that's kind of the disconnect in this world right now. And I do think it's changing. And because the digital space is becoming so huge, it's becoming more and more of a quote unquote norm, I guess you will. And people are understanding it more and, and now sort of shop more that way. And all of things are changing more digitally and virtually, but isn't it funny how when you first started, because you said what, nine years ago? No, I started probably intensively. I started doing it in 2017, but before probably started 2016. Okay. okay. So, I mean, still quite some time, you know, it, it's probably interesting for you to see from that beginning to where you are now in your career, but also how people view you in your actual career. Yeah, it evolved a lot. And actually going back to what you said before that so much work goes into one picture. Yeah, it, like 90% of the work goes into one picture because you have to take it. You have to like find the perfect outfit, perfect setup, background, light, and of course, photographer. You have to edit the picture. You have to come up with a quote. I mean, the caption, what to write about. And besides that, have blog posts, podcasts, and all that. So it's like, sometimes I don't have time to show up my face on stories because all day I've been nonstop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I love that you shared the behind the scenes and how much goes on because again, I think there's a true disconnect. Like me today, I haven't been on my stories. I haven't had a minute between the girls being crazy, Arlie's teething because she's getting teeth and Amelia's just been wild just because she's a toddler. And then I'm trying to stay sane, get things done in the house and also do projects that I'm working on. Same thing, creating content, getting my deadlines done. I haven't been on my stories at all today. And then I had our podcast interview. So I'm like, oh, well, I guess not gonna be on the stories today, you know? And it's like, I think that as entrepreneurs and also like as, you know, quote unquote, you know, influencers, I just hate that word personally. I'm like waiting for a new word to come out. But, you know, I um, I feel like how you just shared, like there's so much, and there's so much behind the scenes and you're, you have to be okay with that maybe that day you didn't get on your stories. I think that's another good message for anyone listening that wants to be in this space and like wants to be an entrepreneur no matter what, you know, Arlie, goodness gracious. Um, you know, no matter what like, scene it may be that they're working in as an entrepreneur, I think that it's, you know, it's a good message because it's like, if you're going to go for it and you're going to be successful with someone like, oh yeah, you have to really know you're going to put in those hours and you have to know that like maybe you won't get on to something else because that day is that full-blown creation day and like how you were saying how you set your schedule and how you line things up and you know like that day is an editing day I'm curious because I have honestly I've had this issue so many times myself how do you stay focused when you have to do like these certain days of content or days of just editing like how do you keep things aligned so that you get things done? And if you don't get something done, because I'm sure like that's happening, so it's happened to me, like how do you approach that as an entrepreneur and like continue to keep yourself on schedule? So the main thing is to remember not to beat yourself up. Like even though if you didn't finish something time, don't feel guilty about it because you're human. And well, I learned that basically what works for me is I set up deadlines and I try to stay on the top of it. 
well, but it's also came from my previous job experience because you know, in project management, I've had to manage huge projects, like large scale projects. So I had so many deadlines and I had to keep them because that everyone depended on it. So that comes natural and easy to me. But what was harder for me, it, it was not to beat myself up for something that I haven't done when I was planning on. <laughs> I love that. I think that's a great message. So how do you manage besides not, you know, obviously putting so much pressure on yourself and saying, you know, it's okay that, you know, you don't beat yourself up, but what do you do, I guess, to allow yourself not to beat yourself up and how do you allow yourself to recharge before you move forward to get that task done? So I try to stay in kind of unplug on weekends sometimes like don't even touch my phone it's hard but i try to do that that helps a lot whereas you know it, it helps for your mental health and just in general to kind of recharge and also just i tell myself that it's fine i'll get it done and i need rest today and if i didn't do it today i will decide so basically how it works that's how I've been taught in business school. If you're deciding you're going to have a lazy day, you're not doing anything, you basically don't have any guilt. And you're not doing anything, you actually will be recharged. But if you had a day where you're planning on it and you decided not to do it, then you're kind of like putting pressure on yourself and then you feel guilty about it. So if you don't want to do anything, don't feel like it, don't do it and don't feel bad about it. Just decide I will take a lazy day. I'm not going to do anything. And if you just doing something that really needs to be done and you haven't done it, just, I guess, just tell yourself, I will do it whenever I need to do it. Whatever next day I will decide and take day off today or just take this much time off so I can recharge. Just kind of agree with yourself. So basically what I'm getting from that is like, you're basically sending a message to yourself and telling yourself to give yourself grace and say, Hey, today's going to be a lazy day. It is what it is. That's what I need today. And, I'm, and, and I think that besides grace, I think that as entrepreneurs, especially, but like for anyone listening, we all have to realize that rest is productive just as much as actual work. It is. Yeah. And I've been learning that, like that I just like, like this morning I had to sleep in because I was exhausted from everything with the girls and all the stuff I've been working on. And I had to like give myself that grace and say to myself, like, you know what? I need this in order to move forward in the rest of my week and weekend, because I know I have work and things that I have to do. So I'm going to allow myself this rest. And I think that, you know, saying rest is productive is sometimes it's funny to me because I'm like, but is it? But it really is because you just sharing that about how just deciding, hey, I need this lazy day and I'm not going to feel bad for it. And I'm going to tell myself I need this. Like, what a great message. It's so simple, but it's like once you tell your brain, once you like wrap your head around the fact that like you're choosing that and that is what you're doing that day, it's no longer, oh my gosh, I didn't get this done. Oh my gosh, what happened? It's no, today was my lazy day and I took it. Yeah, it's like you take a pause to let your creative juices flow. Right. 
Yeah, totally. I love that. I think that's an, like, it's just another, you know, another great message, especially for anyone that wants to be an entrepreneur. Like I have learned how much rest and yeah. grace and all that has really helped me. Yeah. Well, Oya, I love everything you shared and thank you for sharing your entrepreneurial journey. If there was anything you'd want to leave my listeners with that you'd want them to know as far as an entrepreneur and, you know, kind of stepping into all of this, what would it be? Oh, I also forgot to mention I wrote children's book. And it had a message that it was the name of it is the cutie, the unicorn. It's okay to be different. And right now kids have so much pressure and bullying and, you know, so many issues in society. So I just wanted to share the message that it's okay to be different and it's okay to accept others who look different or just accept others the way they are. It's okay to be yourself and express yourself not to be afraid to express yourself and just know that you can achieve anything you want. And as far as like what I wanted to take for the listeners, kind of try to set your goals and stay true to yourself. Try to practice meditation, relaxation, and don't stress too much because stress never helps in any situation. What else I'm trying to think? I love that. I think that that's such a good message, especially about stress. It's so true. It's like, we all, you know, go to that. We all go to stress. I do too. But I love that you said, try not to do that and really like work on meditation and finding your calm and finding that time to relax because it's true. It's like, the more I realize, the more I let go, the more I meditate, the more I journal, the more I do breath work, you know, write things down, just whatever it may be to be able to clear my mind and my space and clear that energy, the more I not only stay in flow for me personally, but the more I also am able to lower the stress, even if the stress is still there and then it hasn't changed and nothing has actually happened to make it go away. It just feels better than it did. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's such great. I think those are great messages. And thank you for sharing that about your book. I didn't know that. And congrats. You can add author to your many hats that you wear now. So where can we find the book? Oh, it's available on Amazon and Kindle. And you can actually get it before Christmas. If you order it now, it's just, I guess it's like two day delivery or whatever. So, oh, amazing. And what was the title of the book again? It's Cutie the Unicorn. It's okay to be different. Cute. I love that. I love that. It's okay to be different. And I think you do a great job of showing and sharing that all over your social and your blog and, you know, your podcast and everyone you interview, you know, you're always telling people and really sharing people's journeys and showing how everyone is so beautifully different. So I think that's such a great message. So Oya, tell us where we can find you and follow you and it'll all be in the show notes. Sure. It's my Instagram. It's not basic blonde underscore. And my podcast Instagram is NBB podcast and my blog is not and the book you can find on Amazon. So. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for sharing all about your entrepreneurial journey and, you know, continue to inspire and share others, you know, with everyone. And, and just, you know, I love how real you are about everything. I think it's awesome and it's so needed so thank you for continuing to inspire and till next time guys cheers bye bye thanks for listening to everything with Allie Levine 
If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.